But anyway. listen, real quick. If you were sold to, if you were raised by gypsies and your name is Marty, please reach out to me. Yeah, reach out to us. Yep. So. <laughs> Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should. You probably are. And that's why we like you. On this week's episode, we are drinking one heck of a scotch as far as I know of. We'll find out more about that later. We're drinking Octomore Edition 13.2. Is that what it is? That's correct. Oh boy. Look at me knowing how to read labels on a YouTube video. Uh, Before we get to that though, hit us up on Instagram. Speak to us. Reach out and touch us. Let us know we're there. We want to hear from you. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, chit chat. It'll be a wonderful thing. Also, if you want to support the show monetarily, you can hit us up on patreon.com slash chillfiltered. Also, we've been begging. The boys are begging you. Please, for the love of Pete. God, Pete. I don't know what you mean. Rate and review us. Yeah. So it's been a while since we got a rating and review. We would love to get that. It would lift our spirits. Anyway, yeah. I think that's about it. Cole, my man. How you doing, buddy? That's me. That's you. Doing good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, you know another week drinking uh, my entry buzz. Now I just sort of killed a bottle of Sazerac, not in one sitting, uh, but I poured most of it into my decanter and then finished the rest in this nice Waterford glass. Um, beautiful. So I don't know. Not much going on in terms of my world. I did have a really good uh, D's Nuts joke this week, which I will you get did. to. We, we put it on uh, Instagram, but I it just it was so organic that I just had to share it with the whole world. Is that, uh, yeah, I found my favorite chips brand, Utz, and my favorite uh, French onion dip brand, Dean's. And I was like, why didn't I think of this earlier? And so <laughs> Dean's Utz was born. <laughs> that's a that's got the, him I, that's like you also kind of got yourself because you didn't see it yeah, yeah. you didn't Nature see it for a while. got me did i did i tell, have a mission i have a uh friend who works in my building her their last name's hildy and mm-hmm. i've known her for eight years and then finally this year i put it together hildy's nuts <laughs> <laughs> well i had a uh i had a um uh boss previously his name was andy and i would always be like I'd always mention to my coworkers that I could joke around with like that. I'm like, oh, yeah, did you guys get that thing from Andy? And I was always hoping they'd be like, and- which Andy? And they'd be like, Andy's nuts. Yeah, it's good. So yeah. fun. Uh, have you tried Mr. Beast's D's Nuts chocolate bar? Uh, not yet. No, have you? I have. Can you see me? Yeah, I can see you. Oh, just man, fine. that was weird. My I, my screen just went black. I was like, uh-oh. Huh. No, everything's yeah. good on this end. Yeah, no, I got one the other day, and it's uh, it's it's okay. Okay, not bad. Okay. It's very light. It's not super um, sweet. Deets and Watson, the like the deli brand, they got into nuts a little bit, and I think just for the sake that they can call them Deets nuts. <laughs> yeah, but That's I would have fun. too if I were that. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Uh, speaking, although of- I'm waiting for a really good one, and I guess I'll give it to you now. Here's my initials. <laughs> you See? waited so long. I know. No, I was like, I don't know. It might not come up in the best way or in a good way. So my initials are CDS or CDs. And I'd be like, CDs nuts. Okay. You could do that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of yeah. branding, you know what I've been singing all week? Please. They got the sun. 
Ah. <laughs> all week long. And so I showed so it good. to my students today, and they were all like the rest of the day. We got the, they got a pepper bar. So <laughs> yeah, that was fun. They were, they were enjoying it. That's like one of the greatest. Like I, I don't remember many things, and I don't buy many things. I probably do buy many things, you do, but not yeah. because of the You're commercials. Concerned. But I wanted to go to Quiznos many a time after th- thinking about that song. There's probably like no Quiznos left. No, there are. We got them. I, we have some in Idaho. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, there are not Ooh. any out here. Yeah, I do love yeah. the pepper bar. It was like gotta when love I, the pepper bar. When I go to Subway, I'll be like. You just put as many jalapenos and pepperoncinis mm-hmm. on there as you feel comfortable giving a person. Yeah. And it's like, sometimes you get a lot, sometimes you don't. But you go to Quiznos. I, yeah. Of... I mean, from what I've had of Quiznos, I would choose them 10 times out of 10 over Subway. Yeah. Uh, because they had some really good sandwiches when I went there back in the day. They uh, they also have hot sauce by the pepper Ooh. Bar. Oh, that's nice. Hot sizzle. Yeah, I used to get the prime rib and peppercorn in high school uh, sandwich, and it was like, I like tried to replicate it at home, couldn't do it. it oh was man, so good. You don't got the subs. No, but I don't have a pepper bar either. You have so a pepper plant. We got a pepper bar. Cool, got a yeah, pepper plant. No, I got plant. a pepper plant. I got two. Yeah. Did I tell you that? I, I have two going outside right now. No, we, we haven't talked about yeah. how your peppers are popping lately. Yeah, so this year I didn't even plant any seeds. Technically, I did, but let's not count what happened. I mean, there. yeah. Well, she's gonna be she's due on the twenty eighth of June. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's planted a seed that you one. Planted. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but yes, I last year I really had a poor turnout because I didn't really have time to transfer into bigger containers, and they were just kind of stunted in that way. Yeah. Um, but then this year I decided to just go to a they have like a really nice urban garden festival in Richmond and they were selling uh, you know, seedlings of of uh peppers. So I decided to seedlings get nuts. No, it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll work on it. But um but yeah, I decided to get a jalapeno and a uh Carolina Reaper. I normally would have gotten a ghost pepper because ghost peppers are a little less than the Carolina Reaper and can have really good flavor if you tame them down. Um, like, but Melinda's I don't know what a Carolina Reaper tastes like. Wing sauce. It is. The What's best. that? Melinda's. Oh yeah, I've seen. I've seen that thing for that. Yeah. Have you? I, um, you need to get yourself some ghost pepper wing sauce. It is the did best. Did I ever send you either of my hot or either my hot sauce or no, my barbecue sauce? No. Well, I gotta send you a couriered package soon anyway, so maybe I'll just make a like batch that. and put it in there. I would like that. I like a lot. Yeah. I think you would really like what I put out. Uh, you, my friend, are a culinary wizard. You do great things. Thanks. You you are really good at finding something and going, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And then you do it. Mm-hmm. You're a man of it many It might take hobbies. a few iterations, but I'm going to do it. Oh, it's going to get done. Oh, it's it's done. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> Serenity now. Um, yeah, that's my life. Um, oh, my parents are coming into town. Uh, my sister, I'll see. Uh, basically, my parents are doing an RV trip on the East Coast. And so they're going to see some friends in North Carolina. And then my sister is going to go down and see them in North Carolina, but basically pass by our house on the way down and way back up. So I think it's probably on the way down they're going to, she's going to stop by. So I get to see my sister, Amanda. 
And then um, the day after Memorial Day through Sunday, they'll be at our place. So I'm excited nice. about that. That's and uh, they'll they'll be I, I'll have to work three of those days. Um, but we'll see them after work. We'll hang out and they're going to watch Beck during the day and just have fun with her. So I'm sure Beck's going to love that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Good for them. Yeah. So uh, but I'm excited to see them. Are they still in Colorado uh, Springs? Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. OK. Yeah, but they just got an RV now. So like what kind of RV? Did they do like the van thing or it's like uh it's like a mid-size RV. It's not. It's definitely not like a full, long, long one, but it's probably half of that. And it's kind of like a truck-looking thing, uh, but it's not like a pickup truck with a back. Like it's it's all one thing. Yeah. I don't even know what you call it. There's like a number for it or a code for it or something like that. A code. What's the? Yeah, code? they have like a bed in the back, and they have uh, like a kitchen, dining room, and then nice. you can yeah hop right into the front seat. So that's nice. Yeah. Did I tell you about my RV trip this summer? No. Is it going to Mexico? Oh, certainly not going to Virginia. I looked up uh, flights today uh, uh-huh. just to be like, I wonder if it'll be really cheap for Robbie and Chelsea to fly out at the end of the summer. And I was like, was they hate cheap? me anyway. So Was it cheap? 250 per round trip. That's not bad. Yeah, I'll do, I'll I'll do plant, better. I'll plant the seed. In Chelsea's ah, ear. Not the seed we yeah. were talking about earlier. No kids, though. Yeah. That seed but, has been cut off. Yeah, you don't want to... And you don't want to plant that in an ear. That's yeah, not okay. That's for sure. My screen keeps going black. It's like the screen... Well, I like, yeah. The screensaver is wanting to be like, you're done. Huh. Cut, does cut that me always off. happen? No, it's the first time it's ever happened. That's weird. It is yeah. odd. Well, you tell it. I, hey, listen, man. I don't like to that. jail for you or anybody. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. No, so uh, Chelsea's yeah. dad has a like Mercedes Sprinter that he bought. Oh, nice! All kitted out, and mm-hmm. I'm taking myself and all and the, girls. the girls. All yeah. the girls. Yeah, we're gonna go to Yellowstone, which will be fun. I hope. Fun. I hope it's either gonna be really no, fun. No, dude, there is so little chance it will not be fun. So little. Well, chance. well, well. <laughs> you don't know my girls. It could be rough. No, I think it'll be. It should be fun because as long like, as there's uh, a toilet. That's all there's you a need. Toilet. There's a toilet. Yeah. The, the, I think the tricky thing is, uh, and it's got an AC, but I don't know if the campground Yellowstone, I don't think the campground Yellowstone has like uh, something to plug into. And I uh-huh. don't trust the solar to run the AC. So it could be hot, sweaty uh-huh. night. And I'm like, I'll probably Man. sleep on the bed with the twins. And Mara will sleep like that in the walk in Yellowstone. Oh, it'll start hot for sure, though. Like it'll yeah. be hot going to bed. Um, so that'll be sleeping will be tricky. The other thing I worry about is Juniper's kind of clumsy. Have you ever been? To, you've been to Yellowstone and like yes, the boardwalks right next to the boiling yeah. water. I'm like, <laughs> that's what worries me. Is like Chelsea's got to keep there. a leash on her. No, Dude, that's, that's what every, no, that's what everybody keeps well, saying. Like, yeah. I'm just gonna get like we're gonna buy our like. I think about getting into like rock climbing because we went to a my nephew uh, Declan's birthday party and they had a rock climbing nice. wall thing and she was all about it. So maybe I'll just buy right. her a harness. <laughs> yeah. And, and just uh, be like, this is only for the platforms. Clipper into me. Yeah. So no, I'm super excited for it though. And then like if get when are like, you going? Uh like mid July. Nice. Like the 14th or something like that. And then if like gas, like I, I don't know what kind of mileage it's gonna get. So if gas is good, we might go to Nebraska for a little bit, visit my grandma. Nice. And then I don't know. If we I might if it's gas prices 
are okay and the mileage is all right i might turn into like we might go up to glacier go over i don't know nice. i might just drive around with the girls all summer long after that i don't know we'll see yeah yeah so i'm excited for that that'd be fun i am excited though It'll, it will be fun what are you gonna do during the day with them i'm curious um so Besides, probably take like, a nap check out the geysers and we stuff. will do a nap yeah no we're just we're just gonna go to the park and check out all the geysers go to the mud pots look for wildlife go to the should, lodge. Like, teach them about camp stuff you know like how to build a fire oh we build fires all the time in the back oh that's right yeah yeah but yeah, like we're all um, yeah no i, I think i'm know. most excited about it is like mm-hmm. when it's just you and the kids you get this yeah. thing like i'm gonna spoil them and i'm yeah. like there's no other spouse to be like let's put that in check and it goes both ways mm-hmm. like my wife will do the same thing too nice. where it's just like i'm in charge right now and you know what we're gonna buy you a soda daddy's gonna get a beer or daddy's nice. got a bottle of whiskey. We're going to put the camp chairs out. We're going to chill. Gonna drink it all in one night. We're going to play Uno. That's the other fun thing. Yeah. It's like they're finally at an age where like, they like playing games. So we'll bring some board nice. games and teach some card games and just chill. So and Chelsea's like, I'm going to miss you guys so much. I'm like, no, you're not. You're going to be getting a good night's sleep. You're yeah. going to be watching your shows and doing your thing. So it'll be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. We also got the puppy this week. Oh, yeah. How's the pup? Have you named him yet? Yes. His name is Wilson Mogwai Cottonball Dudlow. I like it. I like the cottonball yep. part. And for short, I call him so Wilson Dudlow. He's Willie D. Willie D's Cadillac <laughs> Custard. Um, he, uh, no, he's dude. He's like, an, he's, he's almost not like a puppy. Like, he, uh-huh. Um, pretty much is house trained already. Like that's a win. Is, yeah. Like I, today was his first day, and then uh, home with everybody out of the house. Chelsea's been off all week. Okay. Did well. And so like yeah. And when I come home, Did better like, than I, Bo and Moose. He's seriously, he's doing. But wow, Moose is getting old. Moose is starting to oh. leak. So we got oh, big potty oh. bands for Moose. <laughs> oh, little diaper dipes. Um, but come home and like take him out at lunch. And he goes like this big old potty in the backyard, and like he's doing a great nice. job. So, yeah, he's pretty. His and like poop wise, he poops right in front of my camp chef every single time, which I'm uh, not super funny. happy about. But it's like on concrete, like it's almost better in a sense if they go on concrete because you know, yeah, or, you just... or at least the same spot every time because you're like, yeah. poops easy. I just got to hit this spot up. So, yeah. and he's like a cuddle bug man. Moose, where you're like, where did he, oh, where did gosh. he drop it? And that's yeah, like he was walking down the stairs and poop start. He's getting old. I feel oh, bad. Oh, poor moose. Yeah. So luckily, I don't think he eats too much uh, vegetation or drinks enough water because they're really hard and easy to pick up. And like, oh, good. like, there's not a lot of cleaning involved, which is nice. Speaking of uh, camp chef, mm-hmm. I did a brisket this weekend. And yeah, really good. <clears throat> did you see did what I camp chef? No, you did not. You're supposed to send me when you smoke. You got to send me pictures. That's the Uh, rule. Smoke and pick. You know what Camp Chef came out with this uh, last two weeks? No. Oh, not Camp Chef. Uh, What's the fire pit I love? Solo. Solo. Solo came out with a pizza stove topper. And had you not gotten me my pizza stove stove oven thing for the Camp Chef, I'd be hopping on that train. How much was it? It's like two hundred. Okay. Which is comparable, like, I, and I assume it works well, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
So I haven't, honestly. Have you made pizza lately? <clears throat> I have not. We have not made pizza, make pizza Tis the season. I do. Well, here's the thing is I tried the camp stove pizza thing a couple of times, but I used it on like, it was during the winter. So I used yeah. it on like uh, this like portable propane burner that I'll use for French fries. Oh, gotcha. Like when we go places and stuff like that. And it just didn't, the burner didn't get hot enough. So yeah. I need to do it on the camp chef. Yeah. So, yeah. Hit that high heat. Hit it. Hit it. Anyway. <laughs> All right. If I, if I were to tell you, if I were to ask you a question. Uh, what, you ask great I questions. Said, I do ask great questions. If I were to say the term sugar monkey to you, what would you think about that? Well, it sounds kind of racist. No, <laughs> that's that's my first thought. But sugar monkey, I got no clue. So that's, if that's I told you the phrase, "Man, the sugar monkey's back on my back," what would you say? I uh, I would say it's a cocaine addiction. Yeah, I mean, pretty much, just replace cocaine with sugar. Mm. I man, you ever just like you ever just have a little sugar and you're like, "Man, I need more." I'm in kind of one of those modes right now. Oh, you know like, me, yeah, like. Yeah. When we were potty training the girls, I had the jar of Skittles that's and right. like whiskey would lead to like <laughs> Yeah, until that's we what found they that, say it's the, until uh, we found the brown recluse hiding in there. Yeah, it's the ultimate uh what did we say? Skittles were the ultimate uh entry drug. And no, whiskey drug. was the like, entry drug slope. to Skittles. <laughs> oh, that's right. And then Skittles were to harder stuff. Yeah. No, man, it's like that's the thing is like it's when people hard. offer me sugar, I'm like, I can't. Because if, yeah. if I have something sugary, I just want to keep eating sugar. Yes. It's awful. I'm in that mode. Like, I literally, like, had lunch today, which was, like, a sandwich with really big bread. Like, I went to, like, Witch Witch, which, for the record. <laughs> you should have got I, the squeeze now. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I've i never enjoyed a sandwich at Witch Witch. I have given up I don't on Witch Witch. I know Witch Witch. Okay, yeah. Well, they're, like, I mean, the, I've seen them in, like, Colorado as far as, like, West-wise. Colorado. But, no, it's not worth it. It is not worth it. Like it is just nothing special. So Every you time the I go there, I'm like, maybe I'll happened? maybe I'll just get a good one, and it's never good. So you ate the witch witch. Then what happened? I you ate the witch witch, and then I went to the grocery store on my lunch and grabbed a, a candy bar, and I'm like, dang it, I don't need this. But I was like, I really want something sweet. And so the sugar you know monkey I, is definitely on my back right now. You know what I? When I want something sweet and I'm at the store, mm-hmm. I will get some Tic Tacs. Oh, yeah, they're only like a calorie a pop. Something like that. Boo da pop. And you can just uh, pop one at a time. And it's it's slow yourself down. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'll do. That's what I need to do. I need to learn from you, Robbie. I freaking love Tic Tacs. My favorite thing, okay. Tic Tacs and cotton candy, what do they have in common? Sugar. I don't know if there's that much sugar in Tic Tacs, but there is sugar. It's like one calorie a pop. What's what more importantly outside of sugar? What do they have in common? Uh, I'll stop you right there, Cole. They're okay. better when they're stale. I love when cotton candy gets stale, hard and stale, it's like good. crunchy, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, and then mm-hmm. it dissolves. And then Tic Tacs get way chewy when they get stale. Huh. Huh. So, do yourself a favor right easily. now, go buy a bunch of Tic Tacs, leave them out in the air, in, hide them in places that you don't regularly check. Like maybe throw some in with your Christmas decorations, yeah. and when you go back to getting, you're like these are stale. Should I eat them? And the answer is yes. yes. Okay, and you'll, you'll be thankful. I love yeah, stale. Thank Robbie. No, that's good. Yeah. 
Uh, except for I don't know how we'll do in your hum- humidity. Might just be like a glob. Have you ever seen? Have you seen that good. video? Like, I okay. So here I'm gonna and I'm gonna educate something I'm not proud okay. of. I enjoy TikTok. Oh yeah, I do. You I have to be banned. You're right next to Montana, who just banned it. No, did Montana? Apparently. Well, I I like there's just a lot. It's like long form reels right like it goes a little longer than oh the is it i've but never I saw, really i saw no. this dude apparently with airheads you're supposed to take it by the end and you oh yeah, shake yeah. And shake mm-hmm. and shake. have you seen that I've yeah that i've never years. done that mm-hmm. you've done that for years you got you gotta really shake it that's like, like and then it'll like heard. force its way down and then it's like and it hits different i'll tell you that it hits no, different that's what they said say. i've never tried mm-hmm. it you know what else is really good with candy uh-huh get yourself <clears throat> you know mambas yeah Mambas, it's kind of like a starburst. Fruity. Yeah. Yeah. Put one of those. I can probably get starburst too. Put one of those on a stick and roast it over the campfire. And okay. it gets like caramelized on the outside and crunchy. Ooh, like like crunchy, yeah. Gets crunchy on the outside and gooey in the middle. Oh, so good. Yeah. Sold. I'm doing my best to keep that sugar monkey on your back. Yeah. It's hard, man. Like right before this, I had like a... Uh oatmeal cream pie cookie from this place in <laughs> richmond that does like big ones like and i just put it down it was in the freezer and i'm like i need this and i like thawed it out in the microwave and threw it down my gullet you know what else and, is a uh, good sugar summer substitute what's that is costco has these things called like true or fruit true fru true fru is what okay. it's called and it's like uh I can't even think what they are because I haven't had one in forever, but it's like a frozen strawberry with like yogurt. I don't know what it is, but those okay, are good. Okay. Those are tasty. I might need to get back on a diet. Yeah. Yeah. I've been oh, losing okay. weight, but you can't tell because I shaved and I'm like, oh gosh, the beard's gone. Now he's got that chin. Good to me. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate me. it. Yeah. I uh, I also play basketball with my students at the end of the day and like my nice. sweat. I'm looking sweaty. And I didn't wear the hat, so I'm looking old. Yeah. It's a good banner day at the Deadlow household. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's time now that you say banner probably day past at time. the Deadlow household. <laughs> uh, it's probably time to get into our break, and then we'll talk about the history of Octomore and uh, the distillery that makes it. Um, anything else, Robbie, before we send it there? So if you really want to eat a lot of sugar, the best Mm -hmm. way to go is, I don't know, sorry. Now let's go to break! Let's go to break. All right, we're back. Uh, We're drinking Octomore Edition 13.2 this week. Uh, Shout out, first of all, to Ben Klepsig. Who sent us this sample? We appreciate you, Ben. What a baller. Give me a second. Seriously? Give me a second. Ooh, very nice baller ding. That means good luck when it's a very nice baller ding. So anyway, uh, another shout out to Justin from The Smoked Oak um, on Instagram. He offered a few Penelope samples since last week's episode. Penelope. Yeah, Penelope samples and a Wild Turkey 12-year. So uh, yeah. those will be exciting episodes to come. Uh, and then also right after I wrote that note today, while I was uh, putting down all my notes and stuff, uh, John Hughes, friggin' Voldemort Hughes, yeah, 
he reached out and was like, hey, I got some Penelope for you guys too. So we're stoked about all those kinds of people. We can't say thank you enough. Yeah, yeah. Give me a moment, John. Ooh, good luck to you. That lasted a while. Anyway, <laughs> um, some great conversations, though, otherwise on Instagram this week. So thank you for all those who reached out and touched us. Um, we're drinking Octomore Edition 13.1. If you're not familiar, Octomore is a scotch, but we'll get into that. This is definitely our first Octomore whiskey on the podcast, let alone our first Brucladi distillery product on the podcast. We've done most of the Island distilleries by now. We've done Ardbeg, Bowmore, Kilcoman, Lagavulin, Lafroig, uh, five out of the big eight. Uh, and now today we get the six out of the big eight. Some people say nine, but I say eight right now. Uh, with today covering Brucladi, uh, we'll have uh, Ardnaho and Bunahaven. Oh, wait. Kolila. Huh? Ardnaho? Yeah, yeah. I've Ardnaho. never even heard of that. It's the newest uh, distillery. It's uh, built in twenty or two thousand eighteen. Ardenaho, that's right. Ida Pimp, Ardenaho. I don't yep. know. That's an Idaho thing. Uh, so close. You to pimp, Idaho. Ardenaho, Ironaho. <laughs> that's the third. Yerdaho. <laughs> Idaho. I'm the pimp. No, Idaho. You the pimp, Ardenaho. No, that's a, ah. Ardno, you're the, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, and then the last one that we haven't done is Colila, which I think we have at least one sample of Colila uh, on the shelf somewhere. Uh, so let's get into the Brucladi distillery uh, background and some of the history of the Octomore line. So Brucladi is one of the distilleries uh, bordering the Loch Indal. Uh, which What's is probably is basically state is Boise in. What state is Boise in? Me? Yeah. What state is Boise in? Oh, Idaho. That's right. Utah. Ida pimp. Utaho. Arnaho. <laughs> there you go. We nailed it. Yeah. Took a that's while. What I was saying earlier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. We just, I was just trying to get the whole thing condensed into one. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. That's the joke. You can yeah, only good. tell was, people was, was great. who know the distillery. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Indal, up, Robbie. Which, <laughs> yeah, no, it's all good. Um, basically, is like the bay, like uh, the the south southish portion of the Isle of Isla. Uh, the southernmost island, Isla, is the southernmost island of the Inner Hebrides of the western part of Scotland. Uh, the big distillery bordering Loch Indal. It's, it's basically this like nice bay on the bottom. I don't know. Look it up. Uh, it, the other one on bordering Lock and Doll is Bowmore. And it used to be Port Ellen as well, like the distillery. But that one's kind of like, I think they just got bought out again. And they haven't been making whiskey in a while. But maybe they're back. I and, liked your jazz and, but anyway, you had going there. Yeah. Um, otherwise, most of the <clears throat> other distilleries are from the eastern coast of the island. Uh, Brucladi, it looks like it's pronounced Brucladic, uh, but it's pretty simple. It's just Brucladi. Uh, it's Gaelic for shore bank. Uh, Brucladi uh, was built in 1881, 102 years after Bowmore was built, which is currently, Bowmore is currently the oldest distillery in Isla. Uh, started by three brothers, 
John, William, and Robert Harvey. Uh, they, were, they were a family that definitely had some distillery experience. Uh, the Harvey family already had their hands on a few distilleries in Glasgow uh, for years at that point. Um, and they built it together uh, when it did like get built. And in 1881, it was apparently like state-of-the-art at the time. Uh, apparently a lot went into it built from stones uh, from the seashore nearby <laughs> and had really impressive layout especially for the time uh, what they started it as well with um, tall slender stills and similar to like uh, what we talked about with Glenn Grant Glenn Grant uh, has like these tall slender still, stills which yeah. usually produces a crisper cleaner whiskey taste more refreshing generally uh, compared to other lower, shorter pot still uh, bourbon or not bourbons, whiskeys or scotches. Anyway, William Harvey took over to the distillery after a quarrel with his brothers, even before the distillery was finished. Uh, he died though in 1936 years later, like 50 plus years later. And after that, there were a few purchases of the distillery that, and that's kind of how it seems to go. Like it'll kind of hit its peak and then fall down and then, and then multiple companies will buy it out and move 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 along. And uh, but eventually it was purchased by White and McKay in 1994. Uh, though White and McKay shut the distillery down, saying it was quote surplus to requirements uh, unquote. Uh, it was then purchased in the year 2000 by private a few year private investors 2000. led by a guy named what's that from? <laughs> It's Conan O'Brien. Oh, okay. Yeah, you told me this. <clears throat> yeah, we, um, we used to do that more. A few private investors uh, led by a guy behind the independent bottler brand called Murray McDavid. Uh, they took on a guy named that Jim McEwan. Like I need a fake name. Uh, I got I got to get a fake passport. I got to get out of the country. Murray McDavid? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's probably two names. It's not like a dude's name. It's like a I know, but I'm still just saying yeah. like Murray McDavid just sounds like mm-hmm. the fake name, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, Jim McEwan, who previously worked wait, at Wait, 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 wait. Say that name again, again? For years. Jim McEwan. Like Ewan uh, McGregor. That's McEwan. Maybe it's McEwan. It's Ewan McGregor. Jim. Is it? Jim Mickey one, you're so fine, you're so fine, you blow my mind. Hey, Jim Mickey, you what's won. that? You do you do a couple by similar last name. What? Mc they live up in Spokane now. McCune. McCune. Was that spelled different? It probably M- spelled M C C U N E. Okay, very different. Which is cool. Thank you. Shout out to the McCunes. Oh, they're the best. Yeah, that's what I hear. She went to uh, Harvard. What a baller. He gets yeah. a baller shout out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, I almost dropped the, the glass. Um, <laughs> so anyway, he worked Broken at Bowmore for a while. Everywhere. And he came on. If it ain't about that? the money, Cole, I just don't care. I'm that good fellow shy guy. Sometimes wise guy. See you out in H-A-W-A-I-I. Cole, will you stop drinking whiskey? Rob, why try? I'm a die hot. No, that didn't work. Wait, did you make that up all as you went? No, that's it's a Puff Daddy and May's song. Oh, now I know. I'm brothers be out in Jersey, puffing the Hershey. Brothers ain't worthy to rock my derby. Hmm. Hmm. Sorry. Hmm. Uh, continue with the class. 
So anyway, he had previously worked at Bowmore <laughs> as the master. If you're watching YouTube, killer. you can see Cole's look at me like, shut up. No, it's just like, <laughs> I hope it works this time. So anyway, Jim McEwan, Nico McEwen. What you McCall? Uh, you remember that candy bar? Sure <laughs> as the master, dis- or he started at um what is, what is this distillery brucolati as their master distiller he worked at bowmore previously after dismantling and rebuilding basically the whole distillery they started things up again and apparently the, even though they like dismantled and, and rebuilt they they have most of their um original still equipment that the harvey brothers put together so i thought that was kind of cool uh in 2012 uh the company was purchased by Harvey? remy contro uh, which is still owned by today. Paul Harvey. There's Steve Harvey. Paul Harvey on Family Feud. Isn't there like a Paul Harvey? No, it's um Steve Harvey Steve on Harvey. Family Feud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't there a Paul yeah. Harvey that's famous? Paul Harvey. That sounds Paul Harvey. I'm sure no. there's a person out there. We'll have to look I, him up. I'm looking it up. You keep reading. Yeah, you do that. While I talk about history. I'll try to speak. Uh, their quiet. core products are both peated and unpeated, including the unpeated the classic Laddie, uh, and the peated. Some of the other peated varieties uh, they have an organic uh, bear barley and black art, which uh, they put out. But then they also do something called Port Charlotte, which kind of's got a cool bottle, if you ask me, uh, and it's heavily peated. Uh, but in 2002, soon after Jim McEwen uh, took over as master distiller when they reopened, they decided to hit the Isla market hard with an extra heavily peated variety called Octomore. Uh, named after a small farm distillery that preceded Brucolati in the 1800s. Uh, in 2008, they released their first batch to the public and there were only 6,000 bottles. They soon were putting phenol numbers on their bottles too. Batch 2.1 uh, had 140 parts per million on the phenol scale, which is like three times more peat than you would get from like an Ardbeg. And Ardbeg is typically known to be on the peatier side for the island distilleries. Anyway, since uh, then, Octomore has uh, reached as high as 208 parts per million on at least that was the batch 7.2. Uh, they're up to edition 13.4 now. Uh, what we're drinking today is edition 13.2, uh, which came out uh, about a year or two ago, uh, within the last two years. And this batch, uh, check this out, Octomore edition number 13.2. Uh, this batch was not just finished in sherry, like some scotches will be. The entire five plus years of its aging process was in Oloroso sherry butts. Hubba da what? Cherry exactly. butts? They drive me nuts. Sorry. Yep. And by the way, five-ish years is kind of the standard for October releases. Uh, and They say and that's, that's the maximization the the of peat. What's that? And that's the rest of the story. Yeah. but there's That's a what Paul more. Harvey said. Paul Harvey was the like guy that shows up on like the Sunday, Saturday morning like news channels that okay. are like like, and he would say that's the rest of the story. Yeah, so that's why I, oh, I don't remember, remember him. Paul Harvey. What about Harvey Paul? Look that up. Oh gosh, you're just trying to get me to be quiet while I look. What's up the, on the What's the Idaho guy? Paul, Aaron Paul, Aaron Paul. He's from Idaho. He is. Uh, I so know anyway, where his. Is... I know where his parents live. 
That's right. You, we actually you drove by his place when we visited one time, and you were like, "That's yeah. where he grew up." Um, he also but this asked is kind my of a big deal. Out, and she oh, said, really? "No." Yeah. You did. I did not ask my sister-in-law out. Wait, no, no. I thought you said you asked his sister-in-law out. No, no. He asked my sister-in-law out. They went to high school together. Nice. She yeah, turned she said him no. down hard. Who's your sister-in-law? Megan. Wait, Chelsea's sister? Chelsea's sister, yeah. That okay. would be my sister-in-law. Well, well, I, guess, I don't, know. I don't have was... I don't have a brother. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't have a brother. Maybe it was so... your brother's wife or something like that. Well, my dad used to tell me I had a, a brother named Marty. And, and you Marty, ate him? And Marty didn't listen. And Marty was a bad kid, so they gave him away to gypsies. Nice. And every once in a while, my him. dad would come home and be like, I saw Marty. Still not listening. <laughs> Ah. In your room, Robbie. <laughs> Did you? Was it like believable age, or were you like, oh, oh it was believable age? Oh, dang! It was believable. That'll age. mess you up. That's funny. Um. Well, no, I. No, it wasn't that bad because then when I got knowledgeable age, I was like, oh, you laughed. I can't believe it. I believed that. Yeah, that's good. But anyway, listen real quick. If you were sold to, if you were raised by gypsies and your name is Marty, please reach out to me. Yeah, reach out to us. Yep. So <laughs> this, I'm so close to finishing this. Uh, this the the part that it's like a five year Oloroso sherry finish or not even finished aged bourbon is a pretty big deal. Most Octomores and most Scotches are at least like starting the age in like ex bourbon barrels, which is kind of a standard thing. And then they'll finish in something mm, like a sherry mm-hmm, cask. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, sherry mm-hmm. has a stronger effect on aging in my humble opinion. Oh yeah. Your opinion. Edition 13.2 is proofed at 58.3 alcohol by volume or one six nice. 116.6 proof. Uh, uh, reaches a phenol level of get this one thirty seven point three. I'm shocked. Uh, single malt. Yeah, it's up there. Uh, single malt, so 100% malted barley. Uh, it is non-chill filtered. Hey, hey, that's, that's not, not the name, the name of, the of the podcast. And color-free, which you're allowed to do with caramel color and stuff like that. They chose not to. Good for them. Oh, boy. Thanks thanks again to Ben Klepsig uh, for sharing the pour. Uh, I saw I saw retail should have been around 160, 170, but Ben picked it up for like a 250 a bottle. So thank you. Dang, ben. ben is a friggin' generous yeah baller and generous yeah and if you look at most scotches especially five-year or less scotches they are not this dark so that says a lot about the aging in sherry butts that it picked up a lot of the color from that (laughs) one day we'll have sherry butts on we will i and another i thought you were gonna say though ben klepsig prints out labels yeah, it was like if you print out nice labels, it makes it so much easier for me to find because Cole's like, it's the good label. Yeah, it's one with like that's written out. Uh, I right. still don't do that yet, and I'm the one who sends out drink long samples. Um, you should get on it. Um, so get this I had um Hypernova recently again, and it was so good, it was even better than I remember. Really, yeah, it was so good. Oh my gosh. And that was like 170 or something like that. I'm not oh my gosh in that. I'm oh my gosh in the nose on this. 
Yeah, really um, a, a nice mixture of sweet uh, and peat, but in a brighter way than I'd say typically I get from Ardbeg. Ardbeg can kind of has a, uh, a salty saline, 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 yeah, Solani? like briny, um, Himu? Solani, Solani, Solanio. Um, this is sweeter, brighter, Peter, than at least your general. <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. Sweeter, brighter, Peter. <laughs> That's good. I was talking to John Hughes. Did you read the conversation I had between me and I John didn't Hughes? Get, I didn't get through it. He said something that I was like, that was a nickname in college. I'll have to look it up later. But it was good. I don't know if John laughed as much as I did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is, it's, I will say this is, I, I do get mm-hmm. some brininess from it. It, it is a little salty. Like yeah. almost peppery spice on it, too. But it is like it's a bit of pear. It is a beautiful peatiness. Like I don't know if yeah, it's, it's just, really well rounded. I don't know if it's just been so long since I've had a really peated scotch where I'm like, oh, I miss this, and my nose is like coming alive with it. But it, it mm. smells delicious. Wow, wow. Mm. Uh, at first, it's like really, dude. Wait until it finishes. It is pure peat on the like. Typically, when you try something like Hypernova or um, something like we've had before, like even just Ardbeg releases, uh, it is sweet through the palate and then it kind of fades, but it's not as peaty as the nose is. This is way more peaty than the nose is, in my opinion, on the palate versus the nose. Um, it was like burning on my tongue. Like I could feel the smoke on my tongue, basically. <laughs> I don't Seriously, know what you think. The palate on this is like, nose-wise, it's like, hey, can I borrow a dollar? And you're mm. like, yeah. And the mouth is like, give me 50 bucks. Like it yeah. is, <laughs> it comes on so strong. Yeah. It is really, a, it is, it is full body. Potent. There's some heat to it. Like you really, like they made best use out of the 58 point whatever percentage is yeah um it's a good it hits hard and fast it is just i get like i i gotta go for a second sip because i gotta go back and figure out what i'm getting but i want to say it was almost citrusy for a little bit there um maybe like peachy yeah i don't know like it's really it's just intense and there's a lot going on but like yeah the peat is strong this one it mm-hmm. is very intense. This is like I didn't even know you is, could get this intense on the palate. You uh this this is like smelling salts. Like this yeah. would wake you I've up. I've never done it, but I could imagine that's what it's I, like. I've never done them either. But yeah. Connor. What's Connor's last name again from uh who gives a drink? McGregor. Con- no oh, Gilbert. Connor Gilbert. I'm sure you've done smelling salts. Yeah, of course he's done. He's in like that powerlifting stuff. They do that thing. Let us know. Yeah. Try this and let us know if this is smelling the smelling salts of whiskey. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go for a second. Yeah, it's, sip. it's a. I I honestly did not think that you can get so peaty on the palate. Like this is okay. Intense. So after taking my sip, just, no, it's great. I love it. Yeah. Um, after taking my first sip, 
and then going back to the nose, I kind of get orange blossoms on the nose. Like there is some sort of okay, citri- okay. citrusiness there. One out. I love orange blossoms. I mean, it's not it's not the prominent note, but it is. I feel like yeah, it's yeah, there. Yeah, just a hint. Mm. So here's here's my half gripe. Yeah, it's intense. Yeah, it's good. But it's not on the palate. I wish it were more well-balanced with the sweet. I love Ardbeg's higher-peated ones, uh, like Supernova, Hypernova, or even or even uh, Oogadol or Corvrecken. They really balance the sweet and peat. Uh, this one doesn't as much. Once it kind of hits you with the peat it gets dry like the the actual whiskey starts getting pretty dry in a, so? in a okay. lack of sweetness way um I, I love it i think this is really really good and really really unique which i dig but if i were to say hey this or hypernova i'd go hypernova 10 times uh, you know nine times out of 10 be like all right let's get nine bottles of this one bottle of octomore i like this i i just added some water mm-hmm and I'm getting more florally, not and it's, I'm not getting like a vanilla note, but it's uh, vanilla esque. Uh huh. It's and it's really sweet and bright, but I'm not sure where it's landing. I'm giving it the old spin J. I, I like I like the note. Oh man, this is kind of hub. I mean, I have I like honestly like I knew nothing have about this so i'm kind of in the hub of what stage where i'm like mm-hmm. this is kind of blowing my mind like i like i figured it'd be good but i'm like this is really vibrant in a lot of ways and i'm digging it would you prefer it uh with the water uh nose i don't know no like the nose definitely opened up it's a little more it's a little sweeter it's got like whatever i can't figure out that's like on that vanilla side um Ooh. but like meat was just hit with the peat and it was sweet and yeah. i said i want my mouth to greet this meet this hopefully nothing can beat this Pete i wanted this. to stand up but i thought i better seat this butt of mine and my mouth was in for a treat for this with my pleat Pleated oh, man. khakis. <laughs> Can't win that one. Um, uh, so I taste it. The sweet is there a little more. It's not as dry on the palate with some water. I don't know if I prefer it. It's not bad. Uh, but it's, I think it's still very strong peat on this thing. I like honestly, like I said a million times. I didn't know you can get this PD on the palate. There is. And it's it's not this, but this is what it's make, making me think of is mm-hmm. like a um, orange cream soda. Okay. Like I get some of that vanilla <clears throat> from the ice cream. Yeah. I get a lot of like orange citrusy notes. Uh-huh. And I just don't know if like the peat overshadows all that, so it's not quite there. But uh-huh. then it's it's still very smoky. Yeah. And I like it. I, I like this a lot. This is really good. 
Nice. Yeah, no, I'm all about this. I will say, I'm uh, giving it the old spin J with some ice. What's that? So, like, this makes me think of like <clears throat> time of year that I want to drink this. And I like, I like scotches more in the winter because it's like cozy uh-huh. up to the fire. Like, well, it smells like a fire. I'm sitting by a fire. Yeah. Well, here we go. Um, but the like, like, like I was saying, like the orange creamsicle kind of thing, the orange float, whatever. Mm-hmm. It would, it's a good bridge. It's like a sp- nice springtime scotch. Yeah. It's kind of or about it. A fall scotch. Once it starts to get a little cold. I don't know. I'm saying spring, bro. It I was is thinking like the first day of like put on a jacket. But that's first just me. Putting Couldn't on explain it. No, I, well, I mean, like, like I get citrusy from it, which is more spring to me. I got so. In Phoenix, dude, citrus is everywhere. So, far in the hole. I, on the nose with ice, it's, it's good nose. I mean, it, it doesn't even smell much peaty to me. Um, comparatively, you know, especially compared to the meat and the uh, water pours. But there's a little bit of peat there, but it's mostly like just mm-hmm. scotchy. It is peaty, but I'm st- like, I will die on this hill. This is mm-hmm. like a vanilla cream soda, like orange cream, so- like orange sickle. Like it's I'm citrusy there, sweet. But... Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I yeah. Like I said, I'm dying on this hill. So if you want to fight me, mm-hmm. You're gonna have to kill me. Um, mm-hmm. I like uh, this is really good. I love this. This might be my whiskey of the year. Really, I love it. To might hear be. That. It's on. It's it's up for grabs right now. Like it's this uh-huh. is in contending contendership, contenderizing contendium, contendium. This is in contendium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the nose is like it's very. Uh, it's muted with the ice, which is okay because it was strong on neat for sure. So it kind of, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't hurt it. But it's like I get that citrus. I get like a vanilla almost. And the peat is less pronounced. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's definitely less pronounced on the ice. I... I like it. I, I think I'll give it a higher rating than you might imagine. Uh, especially for the neat pour. I think neat was my favorite, definitely. Um, On the palate, iced isn't as great. Yeah. It, yeah. It's muted for sure. I, I think the peat stands out a little bit more with... So it's more of that. Mm-hmm. But it's not strong. Like the like smokiness isn't there. Yeah. It's still good. Like mm-hmm. I would drink that over a lot of other things any day. But yeah, yeah, neat. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. What's your rating? Okay. What, what do you got? What do you got? Uh, I'm gonna go eight point seven five. I think it's good. I think it's actually really unique in a in a really good way. Um, don't think it broke nine for me. I think um, it's hard to do that. I enjoyed the peatiness. But almost in a novelty, like it was, it was a new experience for me. It was a, um, 
yeah, I've never had something so peaty on the palate. Like normally, and it wasn't like like my biggest thing. Like I said, is it can't compete with Ardbeg. Uh, but it is special. Don't get me wrong. So that's why I give it eight point seven five. It is very special. I dig it. I didn't. There wasn't a thing about it I didn't enjoy. But I wish it would have melded that sweetness with the peat a little more. Okay. Well, and just you saying that, I feel like it did, and okay, cool. I loved it. Like I, mm-hmm. like I, I'll say it again. I'll die on this hill. Creams, orange creamsicle. I'll I like that you got that. Yeah, no, it was, I felt like there was enough sweetness there. And like I said, I haven't had, like, uh, before we started too, you were like, you know, I had the, what was it, the Hypernova. And so yeah, like, yeah. I have not had a scotch mm-hmm. recently enough where I'm like able yeah, to compare. Yeah, it's been on Isla. But uh, hey. I'm loving this. This is delicious. I'm going 9.3. I, uh-huh. like, and I am very frugal. Mm-hmm. So I would buy this at a bar for sure. I don't know if I would be able to spend the 230 for it, but 250, yeah. 250. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if I could do that either, Cole. Yeah. Um, but this is so good. Like, if you get a chance, yeah. I would say go for it. Like, it's definitely an experience. It's definitely something strong. I feel oh, one mm-hmm. other thing I want to go back to, like, I think the like the malt barley kind of like the malted taste really comes out on the ice, though. Like, that's where you really can kind of pick out, oh, this is what I'm drinking. So yeah, for that's sure. That's just one you thought I had. Can. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I like that. All right. Well, now that we've uh, covered our reviews and our ratings, uh, let's send it over to a segment we like to call Whiskey World News. And we're back. Part of the show, we're reading an article. We talk about it. Didn't write it. Going to read it. Here it goes. Uh, this one comes from The Wine Enthusiast. What? This Ooh. is a wine podcast? No, but apparently... That's not actually all about wine enthusiasm either. So double standard. Uh, It's written by Aaron Goldfarb, which also sounds like a made up. Like I feel like we've had Aaron Goldfarb before. I don't know. I might be wrong (laughs) because it's a made up name. Yeah. Yeah. McLovin it. Um, It's titled, do these tips and tricks for finding rare risk whiskey still work? And I'm just going to kind of move yeah to like the bullet paraphrase so number one whiskey hunting trick number one make friends with the liquor store owner so Um, many continue to act like the key to getting rare bottles is like the key to getting a good job networking maybe it was true in the recent past that you hung around your local liquor store and shot the shit sorry (laughs) explicit oh we earned the rating i was just reading Shot shot the poo yeah with the guy behind the counter, they'd stash a bottle of Pappy for you when it was released in November. The problem is twofold. Lots of people started schmoozing up the person behind the counter, and eventually they, or more likely their boss, realized their ability to make $1,000 on a single bottle trumped low-level friendship. So that's number one. Okay. Number two. Ask the liquor store owner if there's anything good in the back. Which uh-huh. I ask my wife almost every night, and she's like, "No." Uh, she um, slaps you every night. <laughs> Does it work? No. Are you insane? Number three, call every store in town. Does it work? Oh heck, no. Okay, you're really insane and annoying everyone. Number four, make friends with online taters. Come to think of it, there is a LinkedIn for bourbon, Facebook, and for the last decade or so, a slew of private groups have popped up in which allocated bourbon obsessed collectors sometimes dubbed taters spend all day talking and debating bourbon 
They also buy and sell, trade, and raffle away desired bottles. Join some of these groups if you haven't already. Then maybe after you've made some legitimate online connections, one of them will hook you up with a great bottle for a friend rate. Nice. Number five, line up and or log on. Allocated bourbon has become more desirable and brands and distributors begin to release it across a wider swath of the country. Many stores as well as distilleries themselves decided one of the fair ways to sell it was by asking customers to line up for it. If you truly want that bottle of Willet Weeded 8-year-old at a retail price, get to the seller early and be prepared to stand in the parking lot for hours. The same is true for many online retailers like Sealbox, which it will release certain rarities like the Maryland Heritage Series. I feel like that's a plug. Is uh, that a thing? Do you know what that is? Maryland Heritage yeah. Series? Oh. No. No. At exact yeah. times and sell them to whomever is the fastest at processing their e-shopping cart. Yeah. And then number six, Enter state lotteries. I'm just going to keep moving along there. Number seven, check duty free. Keep moving on. Eight, have cash and be willing to spend it. That actually works. Yeah. Right? And number nine, realize there's a lot of other good stuff out there. Does it work? Always. Yes. There are plenty of bottles that aren't rare, allocated, or all that pricey. However, they're often just as delicious as allocated rare finds. For instance... Look for options like Maker's Mark, Wood Finishing Series, Russell Reserve Single Barrel, and Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Before spending all the time and money to hunt down allocated whiskey, ask yourself, do you want rare whiskey because it's rare or because huh. you think it's the most delicious delicious option out there? All right, Cole. Any thoughts there? I have a lot of thoughts. I, I, I you do always agree do. that... You're the thoughtiest that, person I know. Yeah, I got thoughts. I got mad thoughts. Um, I think... They're right. Like it's not what it used to be. In 2015, I could build relationships with store owners and work that in a great way. And and yeah, like I I bought a lot of stuff, but I like made sure that they knew who I was. And I would get bottles like Pappy 15 or William Leroux Weller or Eagle Rare 17. I can't do that anymore. There's way too much. One, there's way too much competition. There's a lot more people that are into bourbon and hunting rare bourbon. Uh, but then secondly, it's like, yeah, like there are a lot of people that realize there's better ways to do it to make even more money. Um, and there are exceptions. Don't get me wrong. Like uh, Brian was telling me he's, he's made some great, great connections. Brian Rapp is telling me he's made some great connections that have panned out in great ways. He's done well with lotteries, raffles and all that stuff. Uh, but I got to say, it's just not what it used to be. Like, it's so much harder to do that. And my best method of winning or getting bottles is, is the ABC lottery now. So that's what's hard. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I kind of like what it said, where it's like, are you trying to get these bottles because they're mm. rare or because yeah. they're the best whiskey you can find? And I think that's true. Like, yeah. I don't even really enter lotteries anymore because I don't think the whiskeys are always the best whiskeys, right? Yeah. So if something comes yeah. up that I really like or something like, okay, we could do this on the show, I'll, I'll enter the lottery, but like, yeah. other than that, I'm like, eh, I don't better really be putting in for Eagle Rare 17. Oh, you know I'd be putting in. <laughs> All right, we ready to move on? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, let's go over last week's results of what whiskey would you choose? Well, once again, Robert has screwed the pooch. Sorry, Mr. Yeah. Pooch. Um, so last week's, what's your favorite attainable whiskey? Um, I said Rare Breed. Cole said Four Roses, Small Batch, Select. Select. <laughs> I posted small batch. 
I think you've done this before too. I have done it before. Uh-huh. I'm an idiot. So by default, good. Cole wins because Robbie. I win by an disqualification. Idiot. Yeah. Okay. That I like that better than Robbie's an idiot. Yeah. Uh, I won ninety to ten. Nice. But I'm disqualified. Cole. <laughs> petitioned me to do a P test, and I had steroids. Um, steroids. And uh, we have some write-ins. Embellished pod. Jim Beam double oaked. Which I've never uh, heard Matt, of. I gotta check that out. I've always heard of yeah, like Woodford Double Oak. Uh-huh. But I don't, I don't know. I don't I'm hey, I trust I'm not them. a whiskey guy. I'm a I'm I don't do whiskey. Uh Mad Time Marketing Big whiskey. I hate it. I've been drinking apple juice this entire time this I've been doing time. this show. He's like, What are Cole's notes? Let me deviate slightly from what he said. Sometimes that's the thing, is like whiskey is horseshoes and hand grenades, right? Like someone yeah. suggests something thin and you're like I can see that, but like, if you're like, going. yeah, like to like, I... sorry, Mara left a message <laughs> on. I was like, what are you doing? Um, but no, it's like if someone's like, I get uh, tungsten, I get... and you're like, yeah, I don't know what tungsten is. And you're like, no, yeah. but if you're like, like eat stone fruit, you're like, yeah, I see stone fruit. Oh, All right, yes. anyway. Uh, did I say Mad Time Marketer Ben Clubs? Yeah, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. You didn't okay. say what he chose, though. Uh, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Nice. I don't, we Which don't, that's is the, somewhat findable, but also it not is somewhat super findable. I don't see yeah. it a lot. Yeah. Uh, Marco Nizzi, Rare Breed, Four Roses, Small Batch Select. Oh, he agrees with both of us. Uh, nice. Old Forester 1920, Knob Creek, Single Barrel. All great. Nice. Smoke Note, Russell's Reserves, Single Barrel. Nice. Miles Ferguson killed a 518. Ardbeg Ugadal can't find Core nice. Reckon reliably anymore. That's rough. The Whiskey Drinking Panda. Four Roses Small oh. Batch Select. I feel like this is people calling me out and like you post my ding dong. Paul Clarkson, uh, Melicorn, which is not Connor Gilbert, but yeah, Connor, Connor Happy. Uh, Marker 5151, Old Forester 1920. Nice. All great write ins. And Cole. Yeah. Do we have a what whiskey would you choose this week? Yes, we do. I but think it, you do. Yeah, yeah but does Robbie have it pulled up list. in time? <laughs> so while Robbie pulls it up, I'll talk about the color of this whiskey. It's a Ooh. beige terracotta. No, I'm kidding. Do you have it up yet? Oh, no. Um, so anyway, Robbie's said. going from a list that he <laughs> had in some video or something like that. It was from a Facebook group. Facebook group. All right. All right, so we talked about your favorite daily drinker, your favorite attainable whiskey. Now, what is your favorite allocated whiskey? Oh. So something that's Does hard to get. allocated mean like anything? It means everything. Okay, cool. So I, yeah, Eagle Rare 17. It's not the best thing I've ever had, but it is my favorite allocated whiskey super hard to find usually have a chance on a lottery if anything but unless you're um brian rapp who easily scores one on a raffle what a baller what a baller so anyway yeah that's what i I like i love that bottle i it goes way back for me like where i fell in love with that bottle but uh that's my favorite bottle plug your blog real quick yeah, I'm not going to have it up for much longer. So if you really want to read my blog, it's whiskeygoals.com. I'm going to take it down soon because it's been eight years that I've had it's it up. It's been a while, yeah. yeah. No, I just remember early, 
early chill filter days where it was yeah adam, where, uh, adam would plug did. it yeah yeah mm-hmm. um there's nothing wrong um, it's a I good written blog. Like, if I may say so yeah, myself, it was, it was well written. No, I, honestly, because it was I like think, a journey. I, uh, I, I really enjoyed reading it, and there's one of the yeah. things that made me like, hmm, maybe I need to get into this. So it is good. Yeah. Um, good. but I like the way you put it. Like, is it the best whiskey? No, but is it my favorite? And Heck I think yeah. that that plays into it. You know, where you have some sort of sentimental like, this is the whiskey that made me realize this, or this is the one that I had with so and so. Yeah. Um, allocated wise, I think I just my mind goes straight to BTAC. And when we had nice. SAS 17, 18, SAS, gosh, I cannot do years. Uh, we did the SAS 18. I'm like, I've been salivating to get more. Yeah, that was good. My hands on that more. So that's where I'm at. SAS 18 was amazing. It was, it was so delicious. Mm-hmm. So Want good. A hiney. There you go. Look at me catching Look up. Look at you. We're the best. Anyway, so that's we're good. the best. Well, we we do so week, well. We riff we off so each well. other. You read things and I interrupt appropriately. Yeah, and it's then so I good. interrupt you. And yeah, then and you, then you glare at me at. like, "Stop yeah, interrupting!" No. And I'm like, "No, I won't." <laughs> I uh, I think next week I'm just gonna pick two bottles. Um, and, and I don't even know what they're going to be yet. It depends on Perfect. if we get any samples by the courier, uh, next week that I might, we might be able to do a Penelope depending on how fast, uh, the courier is this week. Um, but keep an eye out listeners by this week, you'll likely be getting, uh, your drink along samples via courier. So he's going to be a busy guy this week. So if it doesn't work out, we'll figure it out. Uh, if it doesn't work out that we have like a Penelope this week, we'll figure it out. So that's what I got. Perfect. Well, I hope the courier gets on his bad motor scooter and rides. Yeah, I hope he listens to Bad Motor Finger and rides to Soundgarden. I hope he breaks his rusty cage. But most of all, Ooh, listeners, pretty I news. hope our love of spirits. No, nay, say I. I hope uh, our love of whiskey lifted your spirits. You're both yeah. idiots. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Send me some pictures. I will. Yeah. 